Hello and welcome to Upstream Magazine, the podcast. I'm your host, Shrinath Ramkumar. In this week's episode, it's a really interesting one. We talk about sustainability again, but we talk it directly with a farmer who works on a farm and he tries to apply sustainable practices to his farming. We talk to Gil van Dijk, who runs a farm in the north of Germany, and he talks to us a lot in detail about how his vision of sustainability is and how he measures sustainability in his own farm as well as how the world is actually fed by small farmers more than by these large conglomerates. Anyway, it's a very interesting episode and I think you all will enjoy it for sure. So see you on the other side. Khil, thanks a lot for joining us today on this episode of the Offspring Podcast. It's a real pleasure to have you with us. So let's just jump straight in. Maybe you can quickly introduce yourself and what you do. Yes, I'm I'm Khil van Dijk. Um, I um, uh, work on on the farm with my wife for over 12 years now. Mm -hmm. (coughs) We have an... uh, organic organic um, animal farm or we, we started as dairy farmers organic dairy farmers and um, we ask ourselves the question what is what is sustainable on on organic uh, dairy production and and that that brought us to a few questions that we try to answer now and and build our our company around it and and yeah I mean, that's very nice. I mean, so you mentioned you started off as an organic milk farmers, but then now you're doing a lot more sustainable farming practices and agriculture. So can you briefly explain what sustainable farming is? Yes, I've, I've always a, a small problem with talking about sustainable farming mm-hmm. because, in my opinion, we, as a society, we don't understand the word sustainable. When When you... When you um, when when you talk in in other um, in in, in uh, with with other words about li- like sustainable when w- when when you take the word violent or peace so when when we when I um, beat you mm-hmm. then I'm violent when I I beat you not so much then I'm not peaceful I'm less violent. So when you when you when we talk about sustainability, we 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 have to know that we we are not sustainable. And when we try to be a bit more sustainable, we we are not sustainable, but we are a bit less unsustainable. Definitely, so yeah. I, I want to. That's that's important that we understand each other w- well because sustainability. Every company says yeah, we use a bit less plastic or thinner plastic bags, and now we are and much more sustainable as we were before. But but it's not true. So we have. I think we have to find a new word for for what we call sustainable now, and and then uh, we can use sustainable re- really for mm-hmm. for the thing that it is. Okay. So, uh, in terms of farming, so what what sets your style apart? So, yeah, 
I, I thought a lot about uh, sustainable, what is sustainable on the way of farming that I do, because it was called sustainable. When you are organic dairy farmer, they say, oh, this is a sustainable way of farming. Mm -hmm. And I thought about what is, what is sustainable on that what I do. And um, after a while, I, I came to the idea that we have to um, bring back all that we do to the same um, measure, mm. um, uh, Einheit, also, uh, unit, unit. This yeah. so, and and the the less bad unit I could um, think about was energy. Mm -hmm. When we when we uh, and then you can compare yeah. uh, farms with each other, and yeah. you can compare your your products with with other products it's, it's a it's a good metric to measure right like what you consume and what you produce as well yes and when when, when we talk about what is sustainable then then you everyone can can imagine that when you use more than you produce it's it's in definition not sustainable you can do that organic you can do that um on a social way you can do that on an economic way so we when when we talk about sustainability nowadays they say it has to be has a social compound and has an economical compound and it has a what what are the three things of of sustainability in in germany they say economic social and um environmental yeah yeah so when the three things are okay it's sustainable but it isn't. When we use more than we produce, then we are not sustainable in in which way. Yeah. Mm. So and that that was the the day that I started to think about different on on farming and and um, uh, started to to uh, make another farm of our our farm. Yeah, that's really nice to hear that it's a, it's a it's a good way to sort of really think about the the practices and the agricultural practices that you're f following and uh, it, it actually leads me to the question so did you find something interesting or a new way in which you could sort of make sure that what you're what you're producing and the the what you're consuming are at different levels so is there yes it's it's when you when you are a dairy farmer and you you kept cows to to produce your um your your living so we, yeah. we sold milk and um and when you when you say oh we have to um count all our input and output in kilojoule mm -hmm. then you see that you have really really bad um numbers in your <laughs> your uh, farm and and um that's difficult for for a person they, they who whose whole life is oh, I want to want hold cows and want to milk cows and I, I I'm a organic farmer and it's it's sustainable everyone says it's sustainable but I don't I don't see it I don't see that it is sustainable. Somewhat it reminds me of donut economics, right? It's like basically it should be a cycle that everything you use, like basically you have the overview of the whole cycle, right? What you produce. As you said, like for example, for the calves, you also take care of what happens to the calves, right? So 
everything you produce or you need is like one cycle basically you try to not add so much from the outside i guess this is yes it is wh when you when you um um calculate your your farm in kilojoules you know i i buy uh, buy um 8000 liters of fuel every year i i use 40000 kilo kilo um what stunden also was kilowatt uh, hours yeah. kilowatt hours as on on electricity and i buy um, mineral feed for my animals and, and all that stuff is energy mm -hmm. and then you you count I sell so many calves, uh, so many milk, so many uh, cereals, and that's energy also. And then you see there's a lot less energy that I sell as that I use on my farm. Mm -hmm. And then I started to think about how can you produce more um, and, and as a in increase the produce production and decrease the input. Mm -hmm. And and then I, I came to um, uh, perennial perennial uh, plants mm -hmm. that are the the most efficient um, production units mm -hmm. because you have to plant it once. Most of them you don't have to um, uh, give any type of manure or yeah. something like that. And the and and that that's. Um, Perennial plants are good in in composition with other perennial plants, not not monoculture, but, yep. but uh, a variety of, of types, and, and that's um, where the idea idea of a, a food forest is is born. And um, then then I thought about what's the role of of animals? Why do we? We hold animals on our farm. Then maybe we have to switch over to a only agroforest farm and, and no animals. Mm -hmm. But but then we found out that that um, there are really um, uh, big big uh, amounts of, of materials that we can't use as as food as human beings in direct way. And. And animals are really good at at um, making out of of useless um, stuff for us as, as um, humans really high quality of of food. Mm -hmm. And and that that's the role of of the animals in the system. So in a in an agroforest or in a in a uh, pasture mm -hmm. landscape, animals yeah. can help us to to earn the the energy that's growing over there and yeah. and pasture lands are really um, important fields for for um, our climate mm -hmm. to produce um, oxygen and and uh, um, uh, fixing carbon yeah. in, in the soil and when we when we let all the um, the grasslands uh, grow to forest what what will happen when we don't keep animals on it we will we will have less um, less of that function mm -hmm. and yeah and um, that's that's why we we can say you you can um, design a farm where you you kept animals to to use um, the the 
the areas that are, are really good for for mm -hmm. direct food production and and you can use that that um, ecosystem functions of of pasture lands yeah and and that's that's why they are here and then you have a plus in energy because yeah. when we let them walk on the pasture we don't have to mow it we don't have to um, um, Doing it so, so you don't have to dig it up because it like the animals mm. do it by their walking. Yeah, and we only have to to um, earn the the animals. So yeah. Uh, so basically, they the animals sort of reduce your fuel consumption. Yes. And yes. And production. So that, that's yeah. That's when when we nice. design the right system with with uh, the the right amount of forest and the right amount of, of pasture. It, it is possible that we we build in in twenty years a system that we can keep kept animals a year around outside yeah. they have cover enough from from trees in in uh, for sun and rain mm -hmm. and uh, they can feed themselves in in a big variety with mm -hmm. with young trees and grasses and and uh, oaks and, and yeah. stuff like that I guess the right ratio between the number of animals and the area, right? I guess also. Yes, that's mm -hmm. so. We we don't have to keep animals to produce milk or to produce fl meat. Yeah. But we have to use the animals to to uh, hold our um, uh, ecosystem healthy, and and we have to um, keep it in a stadium of the highest productivity. So yeah. when when they they. Um, eat a young tree or or uh, eat the leaves of a big big um strauch also strunk uh, yeah. bush. bush yeah so they 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 make a bit room for a smaller plant that that produce uh, fruits or yeah. something like that but how do you determine like how many uh animals should grass on a certain area like i guess if it's too many animals right maybe it's also not so beneficial but too little also you don't use the full potential right yeah that's that's what yeah. we have to learn right. yeah. yeah that's that's um the problem is that in agriculture we have split it up we we have um uh, people that know everything about chickens and people that know everything about cows or apple trees or uh, but we don't have much people they know about ecosystems mm -hmm. and how yeah. what's what's the role of our animal farm uh, animal um, farm animals mm -hmm. in ecosystems and yeah. how do you build an ecosystem by yourself yeah. and, and and that's that's a, a big role for for science mm -hmm. and and a big role for for farmers itself yeah. to learn more about how can we farm sustainable not, yeah. not only less unsustainable but truly sustainable yes, yes. that's actually a re really nice point like wh when you mention uh, that you know you you try to actually make sort of uh, calculations based on all of these different parameters that you're seeing so it's a very scientific approach to farming and actually it's, it's quite nice and like one thing that you mentioned that I would like a little bit more clarity on is you mentioned agroforestry can you maybe explain what that means because that term i mean i'm not very familiar with that term okay yes yeah, an agroforest is a composition of of um different plants that that help each other uh, to to grow or stay healthy and and it's uh, designed on a way that we can produce the most um 
amount, the highest amount of, of food per hectare or per square meter. And, and it's not the highest amount of apple or the highest amount of, of pears or the high highest amount of grasses. Mm -hmm. so, but, but altogether, we can produce more in, in um, energy, amount of energy, than one hectare of only pears or only mm -hmm. apples. And we, we, we earn, uh, earned, earned more Mm -hmm. um, our harvest harvest more uh, than than um, than any any type of of agriculture, but spread on six hundred different varieties of of food. Yeah, but together it's more energy than one hectare of mice or yeah, definitely. Which yeah, so I mean, like, uh, because you mentioned that you you do it in collaboration with like like a forest, like you know, like right next to like a forested area, right? So because uh, is there like like a special uh, property of the region next to the forested area? Um, why why you, why you use forest? You, you yeah, I mean, yeah, so yes. what's the advantage of using the forest? Yes, right? the forest is using the forest is is um, why you can use different layers mm -hmm. when you when you only have pasture and you concentrate on your the highest amount of grass production then you have one layer from 0 to 30 f or 50 centimeters mm -hmm. but um, above that 50 centimeters they can grow um, apples or, or yeah. uh, hazelnuts and above the hazelnuts, they they can grow um, uh, castania, yeah. So chestnuts. Chestnuts, yeah. And and above there, you can grow um, oaks or, or yeah. So, so basically, so you apply this principle right from the forest in agriculture. This is what it's forest like. This is what makes it a forest, right? These yes, yes. And you you have to yeah. you have to design a system that you can can collect as many as sunlight as possible and you yeah. use the photosynthesis as, as in its best possible way yeah. and and uh, a forest edge has the most square centimeter to to collect sun yeah. um, sunlight and that's that's the the only um, input that we don't have to calculate because yeah. sunlight is is an input in our system and you can say, yeah, when you don't count it, um, you you are not not uh, counting fairly. But when you count it, or uh, when you don't use it, it it wouldn't wouldn't be used in any way. Yeah. So um, that's that's uh, that's an amount of energy that we don't have to count as yeah. as a mm -hmm. direct input in our system. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, because sunlight is like something that's there. Yeah, it, it is there, and when yeah. it isn't there, we we, yeah. we don't have to speak about <laughs> this. this uh, so yeah. then we have other problems. So it's learning. <laughs> it's true. Much more complicated. Yeah. <laughs> so it's learning from nature, basically, right? In a way. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's using uh, using natural processes to to produce food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now we uh, talked a lot about the conceptual ideas, right? But we were also wondering, like on an everyday basis, like how does your everyday work look like, or an example day look like? Yeah, everyday work. Um, 
I, I, not not any uh, day of the year is the same. Right. So I I've I've lots of lots of um, parts of the of the farm. Yeah, that's that's a difficulty that comes through when when I only have um, dairy cows. I know I have to milk my cows. I have to feed my cows, and when I'm I'm ready with that, it's it's good, and I don't have to have really much knowledge around it. But when I um, started to say I want to um, uh, hold my own uh, steer calves, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then I have to think about how how do they grow? Mm -hmm. Did they grow on a different way as a dairy cow, and they yeah. they have to treated on a different way as a dairy cow and when I have them big enough to slaughter and no one wants to buy them because it's pasture based um, meat and it's not um, like the, the, the classic meat that the, the big industry is mm -hmm. knowing they don't want to buy it from me so I have yeah. to do it by myself yeah. but then you have to think about how do I sell meat and how do I process meat yeah and how do I process my my milk when I want to sell it? We, we yeah. have the the calves are with the dairy cows in one herd, so we produce less milk, but we have higher costs. It's another another quality of milk. Yeah. But you have to think about all the things, mm -hmm. and that's my part here um, on the farm to to um, combine all the different. Uh, parts and all the different um, yeah, but pieces, strategies the strategies yeah and and to 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 see what what do we need now what's the next step mm -hmm. and and now we have an own slaughterhouse yeah. so I have to start it I have to know how to slaughter I have to think about why we do that what we do mm -hmm. and then try to find someone or some people that that can do the, the work on daily basis and and have to uh, make the next step. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's it's like a constant learning process. Mm -hmm. So every every day is never the same. So you always try to learn new things by 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 actually doing them. Yes, and it's it's, it's, it's of course it's also I I um, come out of my bed in the morning and I have to look after the animals. I have to yeah. um, feed them or, but but. Um, that that's what we do together with uh, lots of of people now. Yeah. Yeah. I was also wondering. I mean, now we talked about like your daily life. We were also thinking, do you have an idea how the typical day of one of the cows would look like? The herd and the typical herd of the cow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have an idea how did the day look like. It's it's. What um, do do during the day? I yeah. I would think it's a bit boring day, but. But cows are really good with boring days, so <laughs> they they <laughs> like boring days. Right. You see, when when they have a uh, a day where something else happens, when they when they walk through another field or or are transported to another field, that's not really the best day for a cow. Right. A cow can have uh, as a they 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 like to chill. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. <laughs> and, and they when they have food. Yeah. And and no direct sunlight, not too hot, not too cold. Then then, then the cow is happy with boring, but with a boring <laughs> life. <laughs> but as you mentioned, like most of the cows actually outside most of the year, right? Or yeah. some of them. Yeah, 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 on the fields. Yeah, yeah, that's quite cool. So what they what they 
exp- their experiences on the field. Maybe they see other animals, wild animals mm. walk <laughs> walk around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 quite nice that like you you have a good balance of uh, all the techniques going on. So you know, in terms of also in terms of a balance in terms of energy or like in terms of more energy being produced. So wh- what are the major challenges that you face when you you know so when you originally set out to do this? What were the biggest challenges you faced, and what are the challenges you face now when you're you know you said you got your own slaughterhouse? So what are the big challenges now mm-hmm. with uh, these? Yeah, the the biggest challenge is to to combine the different um, different uh, different knowledge that you need and and um, the the fähigkeiten, also the, the what you abilities, capabilities, mm, yeah, knowledge. So um. you you have to do to learn it by yourself or mm-hmm. or find people that that can do it on the way that you you want wanted to to have it on on your uh, farm and you have to deal with governments that that make laws and rules mm-hmm. on that, that are really based on the conventional way of farming and on the on the um they they fully have accepted less sustainable is sustainable enough so and really sustainable there there are no no laws and and um, strategies of the government to to implement a real sustainable agriculture or a food production system yeah. mm-hmm. and and that's uh, in in food production re- we are really um, uh, specialized so everyone has a really small part of the chain that he's doing really good but in really big um big amounts of of uh, uh processing of, of mm-hmm. food and and that's that's a big problem because when when you produce in an agroforest a bit of these and a bit of that and a bit of so there's no market for it you can you can sell a um a truck full of cereals but you can't sell uh a bag full of cereals here and so no one wants to buy it and and you have to build up your own um, y- your own structure that you can sell mm-hmm. a few chestnuts and you can sell a few strawberries or um, a little bit of milk and yeah. and a little bit of meat and and you have to deal with the problems that meat production or or a slaughterhouse you have really much rules mm-hmm. and and it costs a lot of money but you don't have so much animals and you don't want slaughter very much animals mm-hmm. but you always have to find the balance between what what is uh, economical um, um, so what what can you doable I mean yeah what's doable on on uh, on the economic mm-hmm. um, yeah. rentable I mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's the that's the biggest thing what you ha- what you have to deal with you have to build your own structure behind your your farm yeah so, so you're basically mostly in direct contact with the customers, right? You're not like uh, in contract with some supermarkets or something. It's more no, no, no. direct. It's so yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's that's actually quite interesting because so you as a producer can actually get in contact with the consumer. Mm-hmm. So as a consumer, 
will I be able to tell a difference between, let's say, uh, like some, a product produced in this farm and something that I get from the supermarket? Yeah, you can definitely uh, taste a difference and and um, uh, see a different and and you feel a different when you know where it comes from and how yeah. it's grown or produced. That's that's a complete other way of experience your your food then um buy it anonymous and uh <laughs> and yeah definitely it. yeah yeah i think yeah. it also makes a difference right if the cows were relaxed during their life right i think i believe also that you can taste it if the if the uh, animals were like in small stalls and under constant stress right or if they had their space to move and yeah there's yeah. definitely a lot of of um um influences on the way we we keep animals or or grow fruits mm -hmm. um that, that that influences the quality of your of your food mm -hmm. so yeah. so an apple isn't an apple or or a, a piece of meat isn't a piece of meat mm -hmm. and and you you will feel it or or um um recognize it on on a way but but that's a part of of science that we have to find a way how we can measure that type of of difference between an apple and an apple mm -hmm. right. but do you think for example um we could would it be doable if whole germany would for example really go into sustainable farming right do you think it would give enough produce to like produce the same amount that we currently produce to nurture the people? Do you think it's possible? Or? I, I think it's. Uh, we have to ask ourselves the question if, it, if we need the amount of food that we produce right. now. Yeah. Yeah. For that first of all, and then we have ask to ask ourselves the question when we need very huge amount or the big amounts of energy to produce this, this um, amount of food, then we have to ask ourselves the question, where does that energy come from? Mm -hmm. And when we talk about sustainability or, or um, um, Ausstoß, also... Uh, you mean from uh, um, toxic... Gases, gases or, or yeah, yeah. yeah. Toxic output, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, uh, CO2, yeah. Mm -hmm. so... Um, we always talk about it's the emissions um, you mean emissions. the output the emission of it yeah. but on all the emission there's a, a use of energy before so when we know f to produce one kilojoule of food in w which way fruit or meat or milk or um, uh, vegetables we use 10 or 20 kilojoules of energy yeah then we have to ask ourselves the question, where does that energy come from to produce that amount of food? And then, then is the question, can we produce enough food to feed the world? It's not really a big, big question because when we don't have to enough energy or right. we, we can't, um, uh, we, we can't do that as society. We, we can't emission so, so many uh, gases uh, longer mm -hmm. then we have to to ask ourselves what's what is the way to produce food or or to to um, use less energy as society and when we know for food production we use 
huge amount of energy and we can design a system where we where we produce energy where we have more output and input then we have to do that yeah. so and then um when you when you um theoretically theoretical how you say it in, in theory yeah. uh, um a negroforest can produce um ten thousand six hundred kilos food per year yeah that's more than one hectare mice yeah so the 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 amounts of food that we can produce in a in on a on a good ecosystem good designed ecosystem is higher yeah. than what we produce now on our fields yeah and and when we uh, think about how do we use the production of our fields nowadays we 80 percent of the arable mm -hmm. farming lands on the world are used for animal feed yeah we we grow cereals to feed an animal yeah and when we have um 10, kilos of cereals we can eat it as human beings in direct way yeah and but we as human beings throw it to pigs or cows so they produce a bit more milk or grow a bit faster okay. yeah but then we have uh, not a tenth of the, the amount of of food that we had before yeah so the the problem on the world is not to grow enough food yeah. we have way too many food when we when we produce at least, on in, at least in the western uh, hemisphere let's say no no it's, it's globally the, the most the most food yeah globally is yeah. grown now on agroforest system yeah so small farmers feed the world we <laughs> we always say oh the the big the big uh, yeah. farms in russia and Am in america or or australia yeah. that are the they feed the world but when you when you really see the amounts of people that eat from small farmers yeah that are more people on the world than they eat from the big farmers yeah. Be because the big farmers mainly produce animal food yeah to grow m meat animals mm -hmm. and, and stuff like that yeah and it's a, a ridiculous way of producing food because mm -hmm. it's costs lots of energy and that energy the use of that energy um we, we can't use it otherwise um otherwise and uh, that's that's why food production and agriculture is one of the main issues that we have to yeah um, um and as a develop as a society, develop as yeah. a society. Yeah. we have to think about how do we grow our food yeah and why do we grow our food it's a, it's a very nice uh, point to ponder so to say it's like it's 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 a, it's a thinker right you really need to so because every purchase you make of any item for food or for whatever purpose it's basically like stamping your ballot box it's like it's like it's like voting on saying this type i support by 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 giving it money yes so and i think that's that's a good point for i think most of the listeners to actually understand that supporting uh, this type of like truly sustainable or a little bit not just a little bit unsustainable or a little bit no less unsustainable techniques and uh, i think that that's a good point so you know if you want to tell the audience the public something what what would be your uh, word of recommendation what would you say to the public um i would say that everyone has to 
has to search in in his or her way or part of of work to truly sustainability you have to think about why do am i doing what i do and and what's the what's the sustainable or not sustainable issue of of yeah. my my job yeah and and when everyone thinks about that for himself and not always looking to other people and say oh he's he's very unsustainable and that mm. makes me more sustainable yeah <laughs> yeah sustainability no is not a look <laughs> to yourself and what yeah. you you're doing by yourself and then then when you when you buy food you have to think about why do i buy food and where do i buy food and and ask the people where you buy your food why are you doing that what you're doing yeah. why would i or should i buy your food and not not food from someone else and and good sellers would say you can also buy from someone else you don't have to mm. buy it by me but you have to ask the other the same question why does he grow yeah. the food and in in everything what you do when you have to when you build a house you have to find a a, a builder that mm. you can ask why are you building a house yeah and how are you building a house and and why doing you why you do that on the way you do it yeah when when he thought about it she thought about it and can explain how and why then we are on a, on the right way yeah and uh, do you have any advice like how people can find a local farmer in their region is there some kind of r register where i can look or is it more like you know can you have any advice how to find someone in the area no i don't uh it's by right like whatever you know about yeah. or by chance no but i mean i think this would be a good start like yeah. if somebody wants to build let's say like a good uh, database of identifying where you know like good sort of sustainable farming practices are practiced and these farmers are selling let's say at these type of markets yeah but the, the difficulty of of a, a database with sustainable farmers mm -hmm. is there are no sustainable farmers <laughs> at this moment <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> our farm is isn't sustainable <laughs> yeah, as well. Exactly, we yeah. we are working on it, yeah. and we we think that we know what sustainable is and how we work on on a on a farm that could be sustainable in the future. Yeah, so we we can make a register of sustainable farms because there there are no uh, <laughs> uh, sustainable farms. Maybe the the small farms in yeah. in um, in Africa or India or or China in in. Uh, there are lots of sustainable small farms but but not here in in our region so we we have to ask on and think about it and then we we can push each other mm -hmm. to sustainable way of of working and living and producing yeah it's a work in progress yeah right yeah yeah, yeah but but we have to be honest and and definite the the word sustainable for ourselves yeah and and now we we use the word sustainable for marketing and for yeah for greenwashing <laughs> but it is not really we, we didn't thought about it one more question is uh, so how can someone find you to buy food from you where do where do people find you here on the farm yeah and on the market in Osnabrück okay and uh 
so the the, the farmers market that yeah the farmers market yeah it's a weekly occurrence I yeah imagine, right yeah okay so w- w- it 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 is um, lots of people say yeah you have to to make a, a website and you have yeah. to be more present on social media that l- people can find you but it's not not our goal that the most of people find us as yeah. our goal is to to think about how we can produce food on a sustainable way yeah work on that i mean and also people traveling long distances to find you isn't really sustainable either. yes <laughs> yeah. of course yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we need yeah. local local people or or yeah. people that are in in our in the region for a short time and say oh yeah. it's nice we, we learn a lot and and yeah. ask questions to us yeah why we do it because every time that we explain what we do and why we do that mm-hmm. we learn and think about it again and again and again and it's yeah. always when you think about something a hundred times that that 101 times you think ah it wasn't a, a part of that w- was really yeah good thought about or yeah then you see see it it yeah. could be uh, you know, 150 times yeah. but, but <laughs> You, you need to think over it again and again and y- the more you explain it to other people mm-hmm. so people don't have to to um, uh, find us yeah but, but they have to ask other people yeah why they do what they do exactly and how they do it all right that's a, that's a very interesting point and maybe we'll 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 say we would really like to thank you for giving us your time, and you know, sitting together with us and do this uh, like discussion. It was I really enjoyed. Yeah, I learned quite a lot, yeah. and uh, I'm sure that uh, people would also, uh, these people who are listening, would also try to think about why they do what they do, and they ask this question, and what what really, ha- what metric do, do you use to measure sustainability is is something that everyone should ask themselves. I think that's that's a very very good point and on that note I'd like to thank you for joining us today and it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. Thank you for your time too. Well, I hope you all enjoyed this discussion as much as we did. It was really eye-opening to say the least. Anyway, we have a lot more episodes coming your way very soon. It's on a weekly basis if you've not noticed and if not stay with us and see you in the next few weeks until then stay safe stay healthy bye bye Offspring Magazine the podcast is brought to you by the Max Frank PhD and the Science Communication Working Group from the Offspring Magazine the intro to music composed by Shinat Namakwa and the intro singles composed by Gustavo Carrizo if you'd like to give us any feedback comments suggestions please feel free to follow us on Twitter Instagram at Offspring Magazine the podcast or mpphd.net podcast and write to us at offspring.podcasts at phdnet.mpg.de Until next week, stay safe, stay healthy. Bye-bye.